lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, hey, and chat friends. by talking about all things postpartum and having those simple conversations with postpartum issues and faith. So we are here for you, sis, and we understand. I am your host, Allison Nick, and y'all, we back. It is another day. It's another beautiful day, and I'm actually recording this on Resurrection Sunday. So I know Sunday's supposed to be a day of rest, but um, I was going to record it last night, but God told me to kind of hold off and wait, and I think I knew why. So we'll get into that just a little bit later. But first, of course, let's check in. Hey, girl. (laughs) How are you doing today? I hope that you're having an incredible day. I know that we are still on this shut-in with everything happening to the world, but you know what? It gives us time to really reflect, to do the things that we need to do that we didn't think we had time for. Um, And just give, and honestly, gives us more time with our families, right? Um, So I hope that everything in your family is going well. Um, I pray that um, your situation, you're able, you're adjusting to this new schedule um, fairly well. I know, I know it takes a little bit, so hopefully by now you're kind of getting to the routine of things with everything going on. Um, I don't have any announcements for today. We're just honestly going to get right into it. Um, so this is part two of our harvest series, and it's titled, Are You Good Soil? And at first I was going to do, like, are you planted on good soil? But I figured that if we're going to, since we go to the, since we talked about the pruning season last week, which talks about more of, um, you know, actual pruning, the removing of things, um, look, asking God, like, what is it that we need to, that we need to be removed from us? Why pruning is important. If you haven't listened to it, obviously go back and listen to it. Um, cause it's just really a continuation for today. So obviously go back if you haven't stopped. That was like my rewind sound Um, (laughs) and go back and listen to it real quick. But today, like I said, it's, are you good soil? And um, God gave me this just one, a few days ago. And I kind of started expanding on uh, this scripture. So for me, and again, if you guys didn't hear my um, repentance episode, it is titled my most vulnerable yet. And I kind of get really intimate really vulnerable about some things that God shared with me um and some things that I haven't opened up really about oh lord in my past and so um go listen to that as well but I'm kind of going off of that but with that some things that I in that episode that I wanted to plead out of my bloodline right that I've seen in grandparents in my parents and in me um some things that he brought up to me for this episode. So the scripture we're going to is first Corinthians 13 and we're going to start at chapter four. Now, of course y'all are like, why are we talking about love? Look for me, 
for me, and I can only speak to me and people that may relate to this topic. For me, God told me that intimacy and vulnerability are the things I have to work on. And so he led me to the scripture about love because I really think he wanted me to define what, you know, he defined what the Bible has defined love to be um, and how in learning these definitions, how that can help me with my vulnerability and my trust. Um, I don't know if a lot of moms out there feel the same way. Um, You know, I was actually on YouTube and I do this from time to time. I watch like whenever soldiers come home and I watch people surprise their spouses whenever they get pregnant. Um, in my situation, it wasn't one of those happy times. It was a surprise. And we were obviously we're happy and we're blessed and we're thankful now for these two beautiful children. But when we found out we were pregnant, we weren't ready. We with Joseph, we weren't married. We weren't even living together. Um, we weren't we had actually just previously had a conversation that we were going to wait a year to get married for us to really get our stuff in order. We weren't ready for that. And even with Gemma, we had got a house. We had been living in that house for a while, and it was like, and I'm pregnant. <laughs> so it's already a little hard now. It's about to get a little bit harder, by the way. Luckily, we didn't have to get a lot of the big stuff because we still had a lot of Joseph's old stuff, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> but, you know, going back and looking at how some people are, like, just so excited to share with their spouses that they're pregnant, how happy they are, how happy their spouses are. Not that Jay was, like, angry, but we were just both in shock. And it was just both one of those things, like, yo like like, we gotta step up but it's like yo this is another thing added to our plate and so um just even looking at parents and moms their joy and stuff it kind of takes me aback I wish I could have that moment right I wish I could have been vulnerable enough um to have those moments or to um just be in those spaces where I could just be like overly excited to be pregnant like now on out if that were to happen um you know, I, I have a different stance, but these past uh, two, three years, <laughs> it was like, woo, child. Anywho, so he took me to the scriptures. Like I said, First Corinthians chapter 13 and 4. And um, I'm just going to read them first and kind of walk you through how God walked me through these things. So starting at verse 4, love is patient, love is kind, love is not jealous, boastful, or proud. Love is not rude, it does not demand, it is not irritable, it does not keep record of wrongdoing. Love does not rejoice about injustice. Love never gives up, love never loses faith, and is always hopeful. Love endures through every circumstance. So that's verses four through seven. And first he had me just focus on verse four. Love is patient, love is kind, love is not jealous, boastful, or proud. And I can't remember if I, if someone said this to me or, um, if I heard it on a sermon or what, but I heard which one of these is your strength. And so, you know, I did what God told me to do. I looked up each of them. So love is patient or it suffers long. Love is kind or is benevolent, considerate, helpful, showing out of the good of kindness of your heart. Love is not jealous, which means it is not envious. Love is not boastful, which means that it does not parade itself or bragging. Or love is not proud, which is puffed up or like consider themselves honor. So whenever I first heard God ask the question, which one of these is your strength? I was like, uh, duh, kind. <laughs> like it, it's going to have to be kind, right? Because uh, I'm helpful. One of the definitions was helpful. I'm a mom. I help. Okay. Like it's part of my job description. I got to, right? 
And so then I went into, I said, well, God, like, what is it that you think is my most strength? And he said, pride. And I was like, oh, that's, that's great. Because if you go back once again to my repentance prayer, um, that was one of the things that I wanted to get out of my bloodline. And so then God brought me to an example. Um, and this happened literally like the day before, I think when God was revealing this to me, it was maybe on a Sunday and he brought me to this um, exact moment here. Let's pause for the cause real quick. This episode is brought to you by the Search and Surrender Prayer Journal, helping you find ease and strategize to your prayer life. Are you having difficulty concentrating where you pray or keeping log of the different conversations that you've had with God? Well, this journal will help you with that. It will help you with petitioning for the things that you are asking of God to write down everything of the conversations you've had, as well as confirmations and action steps he gives you. And as well, once you defeat it, you can write it down. So if the devil tries to pop back up and be like, like, uh, you can't do this or you can't do that. You can say no, but on this day, I accomplished this. So everything is included in this prayer journal. We will be releasing it next month in May of 2020. Date to come soon. Now let's get back to the show. And what happened? I'm so sorry about that. What happened is just that I think the day before, Joseph was like climbing. Y'all know like those little plastic houses that you get your kids and they play in, blah, blah, blah. So he was climbing on one of those and he was messing with the lights and the thermostat. And it's just because he could climb on top of the house and he could be, you know, eye level with those buttons and those controls. And it was like, dude, you, and he had been doing this for a, like a, maybe the past couple of weeks. And it's like, all right, you're going to fall. Don't say nothing. Like, I'm not going to say nothing to you because I already told you to get down or you're going to fall. So, of course, on this day, he fell. He fell. He's crying. He's like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. He's screaming. And me, and I would take this as pride, me being like, oh, you fell. And I was like, no, nah, like, I'm not about to comfort you. I'm not about to hug you. I already told you that you were going to fall to get down, and you fell. Now go sit over there on the couch and, like, be in this emotion right now because that's why you shouldn't have done it. And God took me back to that moment as I was breaking down what love was. And he said, if you were to do, if I were to treated you the way that you treated him in that moment, you would turn away from me too. I was like, really, God? Like, yeah. Like, if I were to treat you the same way that you treated Joseph in that moment, you would turn away from me. You would turn away from God. And it's like, yo. And that's one of the biggest things, the biggest thing. I know that we as moms, like, we want to parent, we want to be such great mothers because we want our kids to be able to come to us, to tell us things, to talk to us about things. And whenever God brought that back up to me, I was like, wow, I could actually be scarring my kid versus having, quote unquote, teaching him a lesson, which is prideful, right? And I taught you a lesson because now you have to learn this lesson. Instead of me, I could have just easily been more vulnerable and intimate with him and gave him a hug in that moment. In that moment, I was supposed to bring him in. And that was also, where did I put that? Well, I'll get to that in a second. And so, um, and it's like, these are the things that you were praying out of your bloodline. But it's still, but you're still continuing it. You prayed that pride would be released out of your bloodline. That shame and guilt would be released out of your bloodline. Yet and still, you're still doing those same actions. And I was like, huh. This is, you know what, Lord? (laughs) 
Like, I, and it just really took, I really had to sit in myself for a moment and be like, all right, okay, okay. So that was just that one day. I think that was like maybe Thursday. That one day you just gave me verse four. And I literally was just sitting in verse four and saying, which one of these is my strengths? So then as I read this and he told me what my strength was, I'm like, okay, well, how can I increase in patience and kindness? Because at that time, like I said, that was the only scripture he gave me. And in verse four, it says what love is. Love is patient and love is kind. So how can I increase in those ways? So before I get to that, God, I want to go on to verse five and five, six and seven. So in each of these verses, God had me take the adjective or the nouns of whatever it said love is or love is not and had me define them. So I'm not going to like break everything down and go slow and be like, rude is this. Point one is rude. Point two is demand. I'm just going to read through them. <laughs> and um, if you guys have to start and stop kind of along the way, do so if you would like to write this down. But this helped me because I don't know about y'all, but a lot of times the people have you go back and read like love is this and love is that and love is not this and it's not that. You just hear it so much that sometimes you drown it out. And, um, you know, they have it posted on like wedding chapels. They have it posted in, you know, these beautiful places. And it was like, love is this. It's supposed to be all romantic and pretty and heartwarming. And it's just like, yo, but I just need, I really just need somebody to break even that down. Like love is patient. Love is kind. Okay. What, what are we talking about patient here? <laughs> like love is not jealous. It's like what I could think jealous means and what it really is. It's just different. So I just appreciated God giving me this exercise to break it down because it really had me thinking a lot differently about these verses. I didn't take it as, um, as like, I didn't glaze over them. I actually looked at them and thought more about myself and how places, the places in my heart that I want to change and how I can do those. So we already went over verse four. So let's start at verse five. So love is not rude, rude being impolite, ill-mannered, or what I thought was hilarious, basic. Like, oh, because you have, let's be honest, for you not to, for you to take the higher road and be mature, that's not basic. You're on another level, right? So be to be rude is easy. It's easy to be rude. It actually takes a little bit more effort to be positive or mature. So whenever I saw that, it was like basic. I was like, oh, somebody gonna hear this today. <laughs> okay, so love is not rude. I did that one. Love does not demand. So make others meet high standards hard to satisfy or what I thought was interesting because us wives have heard this before nagging I was like oh really so love does not demand so love is not irritable easily annoyed or angered y'all know and y'all don't have to just be honest with me but y'all can just be honest with y'all self right now in the car or wherever y'all are at y'all know we get irritable at times <laughs> I do and that's something I have to work on I know but love is not irritable. Love does not keep record. And record means a sum of past actions of a person or organization. Does not keep record of wrong, or in this case, wrongdoing, which is dishonest behavior, incorrect. So it does not keep record of wrongdoing. Love does not rejoice, show great delight about injustice, which is lack of fairness or an unjust act. We go on to the last one, verse seven, love never gives up. So love never stops trying to, what does it say? Oh, stop, no, love never stops trying to, sorry. Love never gives up and gives up meaning not strong, 
not stop trying to improve. I don't know why that was so hard to get out of my mouth, but it was. It never loses faith. So it and faith being complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Love is always hopeful, inspiring optimism to a future event of a future event. And love endures, endures meaning suffers patiently or remains in existence. Now y'all know, y'all been listening to me for a while that that word endure had been coming up a lot with me being on my job. So endure at that first one suffers patiently. And it's like suffering sounds like a, a bad word, but the other definition remain in existence, just remain in this and survive. Okay. So it does not endure through every circumstance, circumstance being a fact or condition connected with or relevant to an event or action. I'll repeat that one again. Circumstance meaning act or condition connected with or relevant to an event or action. And this honestly opened up my eyes to what love really should be and how I am in some of these areas. I am not giving my all and what I should be doing. And so I was actually going to record this yesterday and um, I was going to stay up. It was like 1130. And y'all know, you know, for us, it's time to go to bed. Okay. It's almost 12. That's not going to work for me. So like, I was going to stay up. I was going to stay up to get this done. And I am um, to record this. And God was like, no, nah, like you need to wait. I'm like, why? Why do I need to wait? Like, let me just go ahead and get this done. And what was interesting. Sorry, let me turn my phone off. I know y'all here in the bathroom. I apologize. What was interesting was that I um today after doing so i did verse four on thursday and i kept it in my head and then i did five through seven last night and god was like no let's just wait and today i understood so i got my my the kids stayed at my parents house this weekend i got the kids back today and of course there were moments there were times where it was like let's be patient let's chill out i had to tell myself love is patient i had to go back and tell myself yo love endures through every circumstance okay Love is this. And there, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying. It was just day one, really, really doing this activity. But it had me more conscious of what love is and probably how if we are creating God's image, the standard that God has for even us as moms and giving love. It even says in the Bible that moms are natural nurturers. We are. But sometimes it's so hard for us to be so vulnerable with our kids and to be so patient and to be so intimate sometimes with your kids because of past things, which that's going to be a whole nother episode. I'm going to break some stuff down because I'm really working in therapy to get past some things that I don't want to pass on to my children. I don't want to pass on to future generations. And just hearing him say that one of my strengths is being prideful. And that's one of the things I want to get out of my bloodline. Yo. I was like, okay, Lord, like I'm here. I'm ready for this exercise or this activity is like, let's get it. So one of the activities that I asked him was how can I increase my patience or kindness? And obviously the first one, increase intimacy. I'm like, okay, God, like, what does that look like? Um, and increasing intimacy, he told me, take a breath. That comes in with what? Patience, take a breath, take time to evaluate right endure and press through be compassionate so being kind because what we said kind was it is um out of the goodness of your heart explain things explain mommy already asked you to do this (laughs) 
mommy or mommy needs you to do this right now because mommy needs to get this done. Mommy needs to, you know, why do we have to talk to our kids in third person? I don't know, but we do. Okay. Like we have to talk to them as if like they're thinking like, oh, well, mommy asked me to do like, you got to talk to them like that, but you know, whatever. Um, don't wave them off, pull them in. And I think that was the biggest one for me. Instead of being like, yo, you're going to have to go somewhere. And even today. So Joseph didn't, has not had a nap yet. He's getting a nap now, which is why I'm recording this podcast. Him and Gemma both are. But a few hours ago, okay, he was a little fussy because he didn't have that nap. Okay? All of us moms know this. When they be fighting that sleep, Joseph fights sleep. Gemma will take a nap. Okay? Me and Gemma, we on the same level. If it's time for me to take a nap, let's do this. Okay? But Joseph will fight it. He will wake up early. He will go to bed late. I don't know if he think he's going to miss out on something. But, you know, whatever. So, anywho, so that means what? He was fussy. He didn't want to come eat at the table for Easter dinner. He didn't want to eat, so he was just over on the couch. And at one point, I was like, yo, stay over there on the couch. Be in your, in your feelings. And whenever you're ready to eat, that's cool. But understand, you're not going to do no Easter egg hunt without eating dinner, okay? And <laughs> my in-laws were kind of like still kind of playing the game with them. Oh, Joseph. I wish Joseph would come back and do this. I wish Joseph would come back over here. Aren't we missing somebody? And in my head, I'm like, why y'all asking him to come back? Like, ugh. But I was like, you know what? Whatever. I did it a couple of times. And then one of my, um, Jay's uncle came over to look at my, my van because my van is acting up. The air is not acting correctly. It is not getting as cool or too cool as I would like for it to be with this Texas crazy weather. So he came over and he looked at it. So whenever he came over, I was like, hey, Joe, you want to come outside with me and maybe just see what Uncle Donnie is up to? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Now he's at least talking. He's not having fits and whining and everything. Got him. So that was like, for me, that was a step for me because I would have just went and put my shoes on and kept walking outside. Allison from about a week ago. (laughs) Four days ago, right? And I was like, you know what? Let me try again to try to get him to open up. So he went, we went outside, he worked on the truck. He kind of told me what he thought was going on with it. And after that, he was like, yo, I'm ready to eat. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Right. And it was like, yo, it just took time for, I just had to take that extra step. I had to be patient. I had to be a little more intimate. I had to be a little bit more vulnerable and letting him into my space again. And I'm, I'm, some of y'all are probably like, what is she talking about? Yo, for me, this is a whole thing. This is a whole thing. Because I'm used to being an only child. I have a brother, but we're 19 years apart. So I'm used to my own space. If you ain't going to get with my program, I don't need to be around you. I can do my own thing. Why? Because I'm used to doing my own thing and having things go my way. So for me, this is a step even with, I, I know these are my kids, but it's just a step for me to have them, like to keep pulling somebody in because I'm one of those type of people that I'll just push you away. I'll just, hey, it's cool. That's just you. This is just me, right? I'm going to push you away because I haven't had to have those daily interactions of having to adjust. I mean, the closest thing is probably Jay, and we've been married for going on be four years in August. I mean... I'm like, like, seriously, like, that's, this is really my first time really having getting used to all this. So, um, I was, I mean, that was kind of my moment that I was really just proud of myself with. Um, and another exercise I would do, 
um, if intimacy or vulnerability or if this scripture, something that really led to you. I'm reading certain scriptures every morning that were provided from my podcast group. And one of them is this scripture and something that I can't remember again if who told me this, but to go back and read the scripture and take out love and put an I. So um, and it's kind of like an affirmation or speaking some things into yourself. Right. So. If we go back to first Chronicles chapter 13, we read four through seven. Again, it's going to sound like this. I am patient. I am kind. I am not jealous, boastful, or proud. I am not rude. I am not demanding. I am not irritable. I do not keep record of wrongdoing. I do not rejoice about injustice. I never give up. I never lose faith. I am always hopeful and I endure through every circumstance. Yo. It's like the best affirmation ever to tell yourself like every morning. And it's really just you being more in tune of what the definition of love is. So, I mean, I really hope that that helped a mom. And for me, um, and why this was titled, Are You Good Soil? Because again, this is kind of like going off the pruning um, last, the, the part one episode of the pruning season and how God is trying to get rid of things. So God identified them to me and now I'm getting into the actions, the activities of it. So am I good soil? And if honestly, soil can be tested, right? Soil can be tested for quality. Soil can be tested for um, if it has like great nutrients in it. And so before God can really plant a seed into us, we have to have we have to have some things taken out and we have to have some things added in in order for us to be great soil for him to plant the excuse me for him to plant seeds into us for in order for us to go to the next level right we have to do the steps of what god is asking us to do before he can give us to that next level or even just that next little big thing but i promise you as you go along this route and you are committed to it you're committed to showing up to God every day you're, you're committed to showing up for yourself every day that God will give you things along the way and it's only because of the hard work that you put in um, I'm also reading this book um, if your prayer life is something that maybe you feel like has changed um, which is the whole reason I started reading this book on um, the book fervent by Priscilla Shire um, it's based off that movie, The War Room, and how prayer is just so important. And I've been reading it these past few days, and it's really um, made me more aware of how the devil can try to come into our lives and rip us apart. Because because he has a strategy, an individual strategy for each of us. And now he can try to rip us apart and at first, obviously, our mind and take us away from God. So I would recommend that book as well, um, Fervent. This is really helping me as well. Get my mind back and getting my mind to be stronger so I can be a warrior in my prayer time. I can be a warrior for God and recognizing that the devil is trying to come against me. Or even when I can come against myself and tell myself, yo, like this ain't for you. Yo, you cannot do this. This is not going to happen. I know y'all heard this prayer journal coming out next month. I'm still getting things together. And along the way, I'm like, whoo, this, this may not happen. But guess what? It's going to have to happen because it was supposed to happen last year. It's supposed to happen last year and I completely just on myself. <laughs> so this is going to have to happen. Okay. It's going to have to happen. But anywho, I hope that you guys enjoyed this today. Hope you enjoyed the activities um, and how God really broke this down. I hope I didn't go through this too quickly. If I did, please just rewind and listen to it again. 
Uh, obviously, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. We always just want to expand our mom friend community. Uh, share it with a friend. If you're listening, take a little quick screenshot and just tag us for Moms Podcast on Instagram or tag us on, um, what am I trying to say? Or tag um, the Calling FM, which is like our personal little page as well so i hope you guys enjoyed this and oh obviously if you really enjoyed this episode please leave a review um if you're enjoying this harvest series please just leave us a nice little five star review guys we would appreciate it <laughs> but until next week ladies we are with you we love you we're praying for you and thank you so much for listening your support is everything i i love getting dms from um you ladies and just having conversations with you guys because it means everything to me because for me to keep doing this at one point, I was going to stop podcasting, but just to get those DMS, just to have those conversations, um, to hear from you guys. And that's, that's what this is all about, right? Having the conversation so that we can relate to each other. And so that we can just take what we're going through and share it with somebody else to help someone else along the way. So love you ladies. Hope you have a good one. And I will talk to you later. Bye.